Hello and good afternoon. How are you doing? Well, I'm fine. I was thinking we were Minnesota time, but this works out great. <laughs> that darn clock on the wall, you know, and the way that it moves when you scooch across the country. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so how is life treating you? Well, it's treating me pretty good. How about you? I mean, it's cold down here in the Carolinas right now, but you being up there, it's probably just as cold, if not colder. We have had an unfortunately warm December and will not be having a white Christmas. Oh, man. I'm quite disappointed. I'm sturdy. I'm hardy. <laughs> I can do the cold. Let's see, we're, we're 41 degrees right now. Yeah, we're, we're sitting there right now at 49, but our low last night was 23. Oh, that's very cold for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. Down here in the South, heck yes. <laughs> heck yeah. Heck yeah. You don't want to be having that. Well, I should begin by saying I got the new book. And what did you think? Well, we're going to talk about that book is what we're going to do. We're going to break it down and really get into everything that you've put into this. And I was going to start it off by saying this has been an exciting year for you because not all authors can do two books in one year. <laughs> Well, that's true, and I've been a photographer for a long time, so this was so much easier, but I had the inspiration of the fact that I had taken all these pictures when I was on the North Shore to do my deeper writing sessions, and I thought, why don't I create a visual perspective of that story. And I love the way that you do it because, I mean, there, there's so many things. I mean, like when you jump into it and it's like surrender to life and you look at that picture and you look at the different changes of the colors of the leaves. And yet at the same time, you feel like it's rebirth as well. Surrendering to life in, in the month of, you know, during the fall months. I mean, it says so much. I mean, look at the evergreen. It's still bright green. You know, it's, nature is amazing. You can learn how to be human, I think by following nature because it's natural to have your seasons. It's natural to go through difficulties, but we can survive them. Oh, this is interesting. I just opened another book and it's sticking. But um, yeah, nature teaches us a lot. And when Charlotte, the lead character, was experiencing her life and her turbulence, when she went to Ireland, she learned these things that I was seeing as I was writing the story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're talking about Charlotte in the book Free Falling, which was the original book that was released this year, right? That's correct. Charlotte is the lead character of Free Falling. She falls in love, has a turbulent situation, and continues on to enjoy the happiest chapters of her life. Yeah, because what she proves in this storyline is that life has a lot of hurdles, but you need to look forward to the next day because there's something that you'll discover if you're open to it. Exactly. The trick is being open to it. So many of us hit our bumpy moments and we close down trying to be safe. But our versions of safety are the limitations we put on our potentials. 
You know, the, the way that these two books come together, and I'm so glad that you did this because it, it creates an, an amazing conversation. What happens is, is that you write love surviving even our greatest challenges. And right away, it, that takes me back to free falling when, when she deals with the changes of loss. I mean, these two books are so connected together. I love that you can see that. I had, I brought it forward because to me, it felt that way. And I cannot write well unless I've had a big dose of nature because it takes me beyond the intellectual perspective into that soul energy that actually makes true connection. Mm -hmm. Another connection inside the two books is that uh, our past wounds need not haunt. And look at at any age, love can be complicated. And you prove that in the in free falling. Oh, I sure do. I sure do. And and as someone who's experiencing romance at a similar age as our lead character, Charlotte, I can tell you it is a different kind of complication, but complication is there. So what for you to use two different sides of your creative personality, how are you able to work that out? Because some people, we can't even get them to start writing, but yet you, you've got two different personalities going on that create these, these two, two storylines that do come together as one. I have always been a writer. I was a singer-songwriter in my youth. So that has been an inclination that has been waiting for its next version of interpretation. But the photography, I got very serious about seven and a half years ago, and I've been posting a picture every day for seven and a half years, even as I was writing Free Falling. So they sort of naturally came together in my mind. I don't see them as separate, they are companion yeah, yeah. experiences. Going up to the North Shore, you said that's where you did your deepest writing. Because, I mean, when, when you talk about free falling, it's a book about reality. And so, you, and when, so I, I could just picture you sitting there near the water or in the forest. And when you, when you get into that moment of reality, this is what also comes from the writing instrument. Empathy is born in sadness. A winter photo. Yes. Yes. Well, empathy is a tough one for a lot of us to truly get there. You can't do it intellectually. Like, I want to be an empathetic person about something I've never experienced. Right. You know, for instance, I have a brother-in-law who has Parkinson's. And though I know a lot about Parkinson's, I haven't walked in that body. And when I walk in a body where I experience the sadness that somebody else feels, I become empathetic, which is different than being sympathetic or compassionate, thoughtful in other ways. Would would you consider yourself a poet? Well, that's a funny thing. I had a conversation with a guy the other day who's a poet. And I've written thousands, literally thousands of songs. During a five-year mm-hmm. period of time, I wrote at least a song a day, which was three verses and a chorus, just to build my skills, right, to kind of refresh them. And 
in writing songs, there is poetry, but it's in a, in a more structured confine than poetry now is. It's um, kind of an old-fashioned format where you have rhyme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I feel the rhythm. In fact, when I'm when I was writing Free Falling, the novel of senior romance, that I could feel verses, choruses. Mm-hmm. I felt the rhythm of writing a song, and I could feel staccato areas. I could feel areas that hit flow. I'm not sure that all readers could ride that in the way I wrote it, though. (laughs) So then do you take it to the next level? Since we have a book of, well, beautiful photography, do you take it to maybe creating a soundtrack for Free Falling? Oh, I love the idea. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea. You know, when I did the audio book, I worked with a guy who had mastered recordings I had done in my youth. And uh, I got a hold of Norton and I said, you know, I'd like to do the audio book. I'm trained as an actress and singer. I should be able to do the book, right? And he said, well, nobody would understand the book better than you would. Let's do it. Well, so after I had done my part, he kept the recordings for a while. And I thought, you know, what's taking you time? When you listen to the audio book, he had blessed my readings with a soundtrack wow. between the verses, I mean, between the chapters. And it really sets up a feeling that I love. I just love it. I wish I had written the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to do the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I could absolutely see that. Yeah, I think it would be fun to see it as a movie and to explore the nuances of emotion from that visual perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just another interpretation of the story. You use very little words to explain very big pictures. You mean in free falling? Yeah, because, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at a bridge right now on a fall day, and and, the, and what's written on it is, we can survive a broken heart. And what I feel is, this is your bridge. Cross it. Get through this. That's it. That is exactly it. And when you look at that photo, you are seen on the other side, mm-hmm. this magical other place. You know, I love how in that photo it picked up even pink. Yes, it did. On the trees. Yeah, 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 from the sun. Yeah, the reflections in there. It's the potential of the future when you hit that bridge. But you've got to cross the bridge to survive the broken heart. I'll I'll tell you one of the things that I'm looking for, and I'm wondering if it's that serenity is in flow or it could be love survives even our greatest challenges. It's not all soulmates last forever. And and that's one of the things that you plant inside your first book, Free Falling. I sure do. It was interesting when I was writing that because when you're writing a novel, somehow it starts to write itself. Yeah. And I was 
you know, working my working hours are midnight to 4 a.m. <laughs> I know it's nuts, but I try to sleep till noon. Don't you be calling early now. <laughs> but um, in that, all of a sudden, I felt the one relationship moving. And I was so sad yeah. where when I accepted that this was not going to be what she wanted. Yet, as we know, reading the book, a more hopeful story evolves. But that doesn't mean that that original companion wasn't a soulmate because she totally felt this twin flame was here for her soul, for her journey. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have these moments in our life and they don't last forever. And I don't know about you, but I feel cheated yep. when it stops. Yep. Like, oh no. That's usually when I grab a writing instrument and I write about it. And because I want to document yeah. it so I can always come back to it. Yes, yes. I have um, a file in my computer, my phone, everywhere, you know how it is. And that holds the pearls of wisdom, I call them, as I'm going along and things that come to my mind. And, you know, everybody else may have exactly the same thought. But when it hits me, I need to hold it yep. and I need to massage it <laughs> and work it into what version of art will it be? Will it just be a statement like twin flames help us progress on our soul journey? I mean, is it just that simple or is it essential that we say for a while or forever? Where can people go to find out more about your writing? Because I really do believe they need both of these books at the same time. What is called Free Falling Thoughts. Yeah. And the other is called Free Falling, a novel of senior romance. You can actually get them at any bookseller. They probably aren't putting them on the shelf so they could order it for you. I'd love it if every bookseller just carried them on the shelf. But you can go and get the book. If, at this point, you give your loved one a card that says your books are coming, your special gift <laughs> for the coming year. <laughs> <laughs> because free falling into 2024 is our next vision. <laughs> wow. Well, you've got to come back to this show anytime in the future. You know the door is always going to be open for you. Oh, I so appreciate it. I love our visits. And hopefully I'll actually meet you when I get in your neighborhood. Absolutely, because you said you come down here a lot, so you got to make it happen. I will make it happen. <laughs> well, you be brilliant today, okay? <laughs> All right, you too. Thanks so much.